Welcome to the Prickly Couch podcast where three mujeres have real conversations. We'll share our stories and talk about wellness, familias, work, and everything in between in our experiences as Latina women. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks for um, tuning in today um, for our issue around post-election. We are recording this podcast the day or the day before it will come out um, because we uh, wanted to wait to record until we had some election results. Um, and we are recording without Gabby today. So we don't have Gabby because she had her baby. Yay. Yay. So you might hear um, her voice again and in uh, the rest of the podcast for this year because we pre-recorded those but today um, she is um, actually still in the hospital getting ready to be released um, with her baby her little baby so exciting she's recovering baby's good Baby's good, all is well. So it's Garden and Josie today, um, and so we'll do. We'll jump in. It'll be a shorter episode this time because um, we really want to kind of hone in on some, some tips and give y'all some tools to use um, as we still ride this wave um, post election. Uh, so Garden, do you wanna? Uh, let's start with check-ins. Do you wanna check in? Just tell folks how you're doing, how you've been. Yes, yes. Um, I've been okay. I've been okay. It's been a long week, a very long week, a very long year. Um, And so I think last week I had a lot of anxious feelings around the election and what was happening. So just waiting on that, constantly checking social media and trying to, we'll talk more about what I did for self-care in a little bit. But um, yeah, so now I'm a little bit more relieved but okay. still with those post-election feelings. And um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But other than that, I'm healthy. Um, I'm good. And How's the puppy? How's the pup- the puppy? Oh, the puppy. Yes, over the weekend, I, I doggy sat, actually, my friend's mm-hmm. dog. And it was great. They played a lot and tired. the dog tired my puppy out. The dog got picked up yesterday, Sunday at 5 p.m. And my dog slept the whole day. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's like yes. the trick with puppies. Mm-hmm. I was able to clean my my house without like having a puppy attacking the mop. It was it was great. <laughs> but that yeah, you were so tired. You needed to yes. do that more for the puppy. I know. I know. I and well, actually, my roommate is is getting a puppy. So she's oh, on the, yeah, she's, two puppies. so there's going to be two. So it'll okay. be a little bit chaotic, <laughs> but, yes. but they'll have each other, which I yes. think it's going to be very exciting. We're all excited in here. And we, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous podcast or, but she's planning to name the puppy rain. So like <laughs> rainstorm, storm of rain. And I think it's the cutest I thing. I love it. So, yes. Yeah, so very excited. And yeah, we'll, We'll see Yay. how that goes. How are you doing? Um, okay, so I think I'm similar. Um, it was an exciting weekend. I mean, in terms of like a lot of emotions, because Gabby was um, going into labor, and I'm like the metiche, like I'm like the <laughs> like the tia that's not like I'm the tia that you don't want. I'm not your tia, but I'll pretend like I'm your tia. <laughs> 
And so uh, my husband at some point, because we were on a group text with her husband, and he's like, leave them alone. You stop texting them because I'm like, want play by play. I'm like, is she pushing? Is she pushing now? Is she pushing yet? (laughs) So I was super excited. It's all from a place of love, Gabby, when you're listening. Um, I was super excited. I feel like um, one of my hermanas, right, was having a sister. So it was... um, I was just, yeah, riding that, like, emotional wave, like, she went into labor, and then Friday, like, in the middle of the night, I woke up to check my phone to see the baby was here, and so then the baby was born at 8.16 in the morning, and then we got the news about the election, like, not too far after that, Yes. so it was a lot of emotions. I know, I, so Gabby told us on Friday that she was going into labor, and so from Friday till she said, oh, baby's out I was I kept thinking about you Gabby if you're listening I was like oh no is she in pain is she in pain oh no oh no yeah yeah I'm like I hope I hope it's over I hope it's over but I'm glad it is it is and she she's doing well she's in recovery and she's a boss she's a boss mm-hmm. she's a boss she she had that baby amazing she's amazing um so yeah so it was a lot of emotions and then I felt like I was uh so I am I know that this thing that I do is when in anticipation of stressful events I kind of um will ignore right like I so I kind of like shut down and like um a good example I took Robert skydiving for his 30th birthday and so like and it was a surprise and so the whole way there I was like um you know it was a surprise we get there and he's like oh shit what's going on right and and I was just kind of like in shutdown mode and so when we jumped out of the plane I like shut down like I literally disassociated I can't remember the whole we have it on video but I don't remember leaving from the moment I left the plane till I got down and then when we got to the ground I was like cussing I was like my motherfucker what the fuck like I was like but it was that release of all the emotion right but after we landed so it was like that process during this election like I'm not gonna let myself like feel the things and then Saturday I was like irritable and like I was just like I was just mad and like anxious and I'm still kind of like my sleep's a little disturbed so I'm like ruminating a little bit still so I think it's just that stress response right clearly I've been in a stress response even though I haven't wanted to try to see it um and it's starting it's releasing now so I'm still in that release mode so I haven't been able to um yeah I haven't I'm trying to intentionally pull myself into a place where I'm able to see a little bit more joy and a little more excitement um Mm -hmm. but it took me a while to get there I'm still not entirely there yet but we'll talk about and, and that makes sense. It was a long week. It, it wasn't just like typically a day where we're waiting yeah. for results. It was a couple of days where you didn't know when you were going to receive them. And then you wake up one morning and they're there. So yeah, and you're just waiting. It's a shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're like, you don't know what's going to happen. And it could go anyway. And the results were close for a minute. It was like, <laughs> it was like, right. So, um, so yeah, so today's Monday. It's been a crazy Monday, but um, I'm glad to be talking to you. We can kind of dig in a little bit um, into what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah, so we wanted to talk about, yeah, sounds great. Take so it away. Wanted to talk about self-care. Self-care is very important. As we, you will hear us, we've, we've mentioned it, and we'll keep on mentioning it, how important self-care is. Uh, so you talked a little bit about how you react to response or like how you react to stress and how you kind of shut down a little bit is so how 
how are you, how do you realize that you need to take extra self-care mm-hmm. if you're kind of shutting down a little bit? How yeah. Does that yeah. So last week leading into the election, right, I knew that not only my own process of stress, but I hold space for other people that are really stressed, right, as a therapist, as a, um, a consultant with organizations, um, this is what I do, right. And so I knew going into last week, like I have to, like, make sure I'm hitting the self care hard. So mm-hmm. I um, took the mornings to yoga and walk like I um, had an acupuncture I had acupuncture I had my own clinical therapist <laughs> like I hit it hard I uh, went and got my nails I went for me like getting just some self-care you know just some like getting loved on um, I got that done um, so I hit that and even despite like really hitting that hard I wasn't I was, and it's okay to sometime avoid, right? So I was avoiding the intent, like I was avoiding the fear. I was avoiding some of the like um, negative emotions um, by self-caring, but not tapping into like, right? My self-care was around like movement and my body and resting, but not sitting with my emotions and tapping into those. Like that's the part I was avoiding. Mm -hmm. Um, And then now I'm needing to, my self-care this week will shift into giving myself some time for the emotions. But like, I cry, like I had just a random cry fest. I was just like <laughs> crying, yes. you know, just, I think, cause I was holding so much and those tears were of other people. Like mm-hmm. every, a lot of people we are working with and in um, communities of color are just hurting, are hurting, hurting, hurting. Um, and the election, like, um, is is just another layer of all the things that systemic oppression and racism and and so like having to sit with that hurt all week last week, right? And supporting people, like, just it was really heavy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to cry tears that I could tell those weren't my tears. Like it was the other the other stuff I was caring from other people um, and letting myself like release that. And so that helped. So then this weekend it was all my shit <laughs> that, that came up. Yes. <laughs> what about uh, you? What did you do last week to help you get through like the unknowing? I gave myself a lot of space and downtime because the way that my stress kind of manifests itself is that I can't really concentrate so I'm also the more avoidant type. So I avoid thinking about what is making me stress, but it's still making me, I'm still stressed. So I see that in the way that I can't concentrate or if I have, if I'm working, for example, and I have to do something, then I'll like avoid it because mm-hmm. my mind is not there. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that that was going to happen and I was seeing it happening as the week was progressing. So I just try to be more forgiving with myself and be like it's okay um it's you don't have to get all this done it take your time take your space a lot of downtime for me um also being taking the time to make sure that I give space to the other individuals who are in my family like who are close or my friends that needed to be heard um so also like having conversations with them with my roommate um and then also acknowledging that there is stuff that is happening that I don't have control of that is still affecting me 
and making me feel a certain way, but also trying to see some, some of the positive things that I have right now and not overlooking those. So last week it was that my roommate is planning to get a puppy and she was very excited for that. So yeah. of course, giving her the space to be excited and being excited with her um, was really helpful. So we kind of distracted ourselves a little bit by talking about potential Instagram collabs that we're going to be doing with our puppies <laughs> that I will <laughs> like, later plug in on this podcast, <laughs> but stuff like that. Um, so yeah, um, I've been also cooking more home cooked meals. Oh, so they, I've, I've been baking a lot and I think my roommate appreciates it. So if you hear yes. this, yes. <laughs> Yes, comfort yes. food so for sure. Anything, honestly, just searching for anything that was giving me comfort at that time, mm-hmm. whether it was like cuddling my puppy, reading mm-hmm. something that was not related to politics, taking mm-hmm. a break from social media, mm-hmm. making sure that I like monitored that because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just hard to, to monitor that and be active right. and be like, okay, stop, because there's a lot, there's a lot of information and a lot of people commenting and and you kind of want to, you kind of want to know. Um, yeah, yeah. And that was, I think for me too, like um, you reminded me of a couple of things of like that collective care. I had, um, I had people checking in on me, which was really nice. So I have some, some good um, peeps that aren't here. They're across the country, but we have like a group text and we like my old colleagues, work colleagues, um, Heidi being one of them, we had her on a previous podcast. Um, and so they were just sending good positive messages, affirmations, like, um, you know, um, here's a, you know, here's just like little snapshots of things that they were reading or just not really, it was all about like checking in and loving on each other and sharing, like every morning we'd share love. Um, and so that was really nice to like, um, have, yeah, have someone checking in on me in that way. Um, so I really appreciate them. Jorge, Miguel, and Heidi, if you hear this, um, love you guys. And then, um, and then checking in on others, right? Like, so I did turn around and check in on, um, some of my friends, right, that I know um, were in the same boat, right, our team, we like checked in with each other, we had our own uh, prickly pear team messages going on and checking in funny memes, we we're seeing a lot of funny, funny I memes. love the election <laughs> memes, they were also something that I was like, kept love. me going, those election so memes, hilarious, if you made an election meme, you're a boss, you're yes. hilarious, so awesome they got us through we yeah. were sending memes tiktok i got on tiktok because gabby went into the hospital she's my tiktok like she would send me she's like sends me tiktoks so i hadn't been on tiktok and then i'm on tiktok now and it's dangerous there are comedians everywhere yes it's so funny I have all the animal ones they're so funny so TikTok also helps so good social media in that way right um I did not we didn't watch anything on Tuesday so the election results we did not watch we put on a movie which was nice the boys went to bed um and me and Robert watched um that night we watched like oh my like monsters and love which is a pretty cool movie it's like not light because there's monsters in it but it kind of is it's kind of like a teenage movie and it's kind of funny uh it's like a a, it was a comedy it was it was funny it was good it kept us engaged and we watched that and then oh we watched um bad hair and one of the other nights Mm -hmm. to distract ourselves um which is a predominantly black cast um, it's really good. It's but it's a comedy horror, horror comedy, however you say that. So if you're not into horror, 
but it's cool it was a really it's really cool so like we just watched movies so we instead of like turning on the election results or set up and then we would like um I would just check in like I would do like up first I listen to that first thing in the morning like I would just do that in the morning that's it um and then from my group text my friends were like hey you know I was like I'm staying off and they're like don't worry about it we'll send you we'll send you an alert if there's results right so that helped me just to like not be following it and just be disconnected and knowing that once results come out I would and so every once in a while I peeped but for the most part that was an avoidance that was a good thing um because every time I'd peep I'd like start like my nerves started going Mm -hmm. up so um family too texting um my husband's family we have a thread and they're sending funny memes you know just stuff like that just to like um, keep it light and and um, take care of each other. So that collective care was so important during this time because I was doing everything I could on my own to manage my nervous system. But like knowing that other people were checking on me and we were checking on each other, like that was huge too. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing that helped get get me through. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. Okay, so what we were feeling that was about what we were filling up to the election what we did to take care of ourselves. I think feeling we were just, I was just a nervous, I was just a lot of, a lot of emotions. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, a lot of anxiety. Um, yeah, lots of anxiety, lots of fear, sadness, um, mm-hmm. holding other people's trauma because other people's traumas, of course, like the cycle of stress, you, it triggers other traumas. And so mm-hmm. supporting people through um, their traumas um, was particularly heavy last week because I was also in my stress response. And so I was really trying to do everything I could to buffer, mm-hmm. um, to buffer that. Now, we've got some results. Do you want to talk about how you're doing with um, that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So I think when I first heard the results, which was Saturday morning, I think I went from like, oh, being very nervous, knowing exactly what results I wanted to see. And then when I saw the results that I wanted to see, I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it was just... Uh, and I kept seeing online people celebrating and I was like, why don't I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't, why don't I feel this emotion? Like, why don't I feel like celebrating? And I think it goes back to like, yes, we have the results that we wanted, but this, this, this notice here didn't really do much mm-hmm. to the issues that are really concerning and are pressing and are very important. And then I kept seeing the like, oh, let's get back to work or like now mm-hmm. that this is like, let's get to work. And to me, it was just like, well, that sounds very discrediting for the people who are already doing that work. So much work. Yes. So much work. And that have been doing that work. So yeah. I, it was just, I was just like, I think I felt like a little bit stuck. I was like, I don't know how to feel. I need to process this. So I think I'm still processing that. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think even with the results, even the, the ones that I wanted to hear, it, I still need to process that. And I will be processing that as well for the remaining time. Um, yeah, yeah so. I think what I've heard, like, uh, for several of my friends um, are like, um, you know, it's, well, now we're just going back to regular racism. 
right? Um, Versus like this more escalated, elevated hate speech, right? But it's going to be just back to, you know, which for me, I think I'm, I'm worried and it's part of what I've been hearing from, you know, my, my uh, close friends is like just the worry of like the backlash, right? Like Mm -hmm. of, um, we know, because we do this work around trauma and violence that um, violence can escalate, hate crimes escalated last time around the election, um, specifically around um, after the inauguration, hate, hate crimes against um, our Latina, Latino, Latinx communities, right? So like um, the anti-immigrant, like it's like, you're right, like it's not like it just one day to the next, it's like, oh, that's all gone and racism is gone and xenophobia and you know like it's all still here (laughs) and i thank you for like naming this these emotions if we're like oh leading up to to the election results it's like anxiety fear and hopelessness a little bit and then i get the results and like okay my anxiety is a little gone because i know but the hopelessness and fear is still kind of there yeah it didn't go away and so Yeah. yeah But on the positives, there, there are a lot of like a news, new firsts to this election, yeah. a lot of milestones that were hit. And yeah. I know that there is a lot of organizations that did a lot of good work and important work yeah. that helped get us to the results that we wanted to see. Yeah, I hope they're celebrating. Yeah, I hope they're celebrating. I'm thinking especially around in the Black communities, right? Oh, my God. Did you see that meme that that, um, was Biden? Like, it was, like, one of the Avengers movies. And it's (gasps) one of my friends. Oh, my God, so good. So it's, like, Biden. And he's, like, Captain America. It's, like, in that battle where they're losing. And he's, like, looking around. And he's all disheartened. Like, oh, shit, we're going to lose. And then you're, right? And the the music and the light and the Wakandas. Like, Biden's. Captain America and you know the people coming out are the black voters who showed up for the Democratic Party as they always do as they have done right and so that piece like the grassroots organizing piece the like so many like you're right that that I need to like um tap into like the exciting aspects of it Mm -hmm. um because I yeah I think because we've been bombarded the last four years by such hate it's hard just to shift to the hope piece um so much hate so much violence right um, and then we're in this fucking pandemic, man, right? That is just like never ending. So yeah, yeah, I feel like it was a kind of bittersweet. It's like, cool, you know, that's awesome. And then I think I'm starting to tap into like joy and excitement. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I need to intentionally do that, right? Like I need yeah. to make myself do it because I can still feel overwhelmed and hopeless and and stuck just because that's where I'm at right now with everything. Yeah, and I like that you're like, I, well, I like that you mentioned that you are intentionally doing that because for me as well, it's like, oh, I'm feeling all these negative emotions. And then I have to actively think about Mm -hmm. the things that I could celebrate. Mm -hmm. And actually doing that is a little bit more difficult, like Mm -hmm. you said, to switch. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a lot. 
That's why we have TikTok. That's why all of you who make memes, we love you because you're <laughs> giving us so much joy right now. Yeah, even, and yeah, go ahead. Even the people on Twitter who just comment and bring their opinion, you guys are great because sometimes I read your tweets and I'm like, wow, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, this is this is a good mm-hmm. thing. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So all those people sharing their emotions and being vulnerable like that, sharing how they're feeling, the positive, the negative, like mm-hmm. that's the good thing about social media. It could also be negative, but mm-hmm. it's it's a positive. It could be positive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so, Josie, I'm wondering what your self care is going to look like now that you're yeah. across the scene. Yeah, yeah. So let's think. So this week. Um, I think I'm going to try to, I wasn't able this morning, but get back to like working out in the mornings and I might do a little bit. Last week I was doing walking and yoga for me, I think you've talked about like, um, for you, you're like, ah, not so much for me. I, it helps me get my anxiety out. Um, and so doing, I think I might need to just like kick it up a notch and do a little bit, uh, more intense. I remember on Saturday, I was like, I told Robert, I was like, I think I need to like go for a bike ride or like I just need like I have so much angst I need to get it out mm-hmm. um so I think I might like I'm not gonna trust me it's not gonna be hardcore I'm not doing like a marathon this week or anything but I might just kick it up a little bit just to get some of the anxious energy out so maybe doing like a cardio dance online class or something those are fun oh how fun yes just dancing I was like oh I put on some bachata when I cleaned the house on Sunday and that helped um to actually move my body and dance so maybe I'll do something like that just to get my heart rate elevated um and I'm gonna try to keep like keep the routine right I think that's what was good about last week was like okay I've I, I know I have to do this um, and it, it helped me, um, not completely flip the fuck out. <laughs> so it's something I should probably regularly be doing right. Because like I work, you know, we work in trauma. We work in this all year round. It just was particularly stressful last week, but there's usual l- lately, unfortunately, there have been particular weeks that are more right with either another violent death, another, um, you know, uh, police murder, or, you know, like something that will just elevate things to the stress level as they were last week, right? And so really trying to be intentional about this practice. Um, body work for me is, has helped. So getting um, body work done, the acupuncture also does, the person that does my acupressure also does acupressure. Um, and so it's like a massage and acupuncture. And so being able to um, do that regularly, I'm going to try to keep that on a regular schedule because um, that helps. I get so tense in my shoulders and my neck and my back that that helps just release. Drinking. Oh, one thing I did was like one, I know, I remember a few days I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure I drink water. So I bought this big old vaso, this big old, like, <laughs> and for those of you um, from San Antonio, Bill Miller's barbecue, I have a big old Bill Miller's barbecue um mug and so I brought that into the office and so I'm filling that up and drinking trying to drink lots of water what about you those are all awesome ideas and sticking to what trying new things and sticking to what already works for you that's Mm -hmm. what I heard so it sounds great um I will so for me self-care a lot of the like physical stuff doesn't work for me so like the working out yoga. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. What works for me is the create, like releasing my creative side, 
Mm. So whether it's like listening to music or um, painting or drawing, I'm not like, it's not the, the, the result, but like the act of pay, like paying attention to something. So in detail, kind of makes me zone out a little bit and relaxes me. So um, I also, tr- I'm trying to learn an instrument. So that like That's paying right. attention mm-hmm. and closely paying attention to those things kind of help me relax and zone out and, and I, and I get a product out of it. So it's kind of rewarding as well for me. Yeah. So I'll be doing that for, I think it, it's always worked for me. So I'll always be doing that. So I'll be hey. doing that. And I will say on the podcast, I am going to look for a therapist now. <laughs> So, yay. yay! I'm going to say it so I can hold myself accountable, but uh, I'll be doing that just so I can get some additional help to kind of process yes. my feelings and yes, do that. it's always great um, to have. I've uh, had a therapist for the last 10 years, I think, you know, um, consistently. I mean, some months will be harder, right? Depending on what's going on. Um, and even for myself, it was a process of like, and I'm a therapist, I'm a psychologist, right? I do this work, but it was even a process of like having to to debunk some of my own taboos and myths for myself. Yeah, no, it, it is, it is. And it'll be like, you kind of tell people that they should get help all the time, but it's very hard mm-hmm. for you to get help that mm-hmm. make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, and then it's also a process, like you said, like sometimes you go with one and it doesn't work and you have to look again. And then that's hard because it's, a, it's difficult finding a therapist that fits your needs. So yeah, well, it's a process, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll have to, you have to take care of yourself around that process, right? Yeah. So um, finding a therapist, it's vulnerability, right? And for, we've talked about this for a lot of um, women of color, right? Being vulnerable or asking for help or support is taboo, right? And so um, being able to, I know my therapist will remind me like, uh, you have a therapist because <laughs> I, you know, I'm just used to just taking care of things, even though I won't be doing well, I'll just be like, Da-da-da-da. and then she'll be like, you know, you have a therapist for a reason, right? I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. It's a good reminder, <laughs> right? Still a work in progress. It's still yeah. a work in progress. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned fit, right? Making sure uh, there's the Latinx therapy um, directory if you haven't checked that out um and that was specific to um therapists um in your region and you can go through and we've gotten some referrals um through that directory um shout out to latinx therapy for the work that they did that they're doing there um and if you're a therapist and identify as latinx you can register yourself in that um and it's really good and then you know we can look here if you want support here um to look locally tambien to support yeah. you for folks that thank we know. Thank you, Josie. Yes, thank you, Josie, and all those Latinx therapy and all those people who connect with people who, uh, therapists that look like them. I think that's very important. It's really important, right? It's important to have, and to have, um, you know, or a therapist generally who has, you know, not, you know, therapists doesn't have your exact experience because they don't walk in your shoes, but similar, right? So um, I've had black therapists in the, the past and that felt great, right? Like for me, it was the general experience of women in col- of color, right? And then mm-hmm. we know some people will say, nope, I specifically want 
a Latina, Latino, Latinx therapist, right? Because I want that cultural understanding, right? And so um, there are a bunch of um, folks that are doing this work for this reason, right? We know Mm -hmm. the research shows too, the benefit of having um, a cultural match um, in therapy. So yes, 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 yes. Okay. Anything else we wanted to talk about around? Oh, 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 I did want to share. Oops, can you hear me? Yes. I muted on accident. I did want to share this article in self. I don't know. I found it on randomly online and it's um, Anna Borges, I guess. Anyways, it's really good tips on um, practicing, um, getting uh, mental health tips for anyone feeling emotionally pummeled by 2020. Um, and sh- this person has stuff in here on like just basic self-care. I can't, I can't always, I can't ever not stress enough, right? How important it is to like, just if everything seems so overwhelming, right? I know sometimes it might feel overwhelming to find a therapist. It might feel overwhelming to um, go on a walk, right? Um, or you might not be able to go on a walk, right? Or whatever kind of stereotypical shit we think about when we think of self-care. Um, I remind folks just to go back to the basics. Your physical health, drinking water, sleeping if you can, if you have a sleep disorder, maybe getting some help with that, right? So like thinking of what do you need in place to do, um, to get back to basic self-care. Not beating yourself up, right? Getting out of your head, really um, trying maybe mindfulness or, or meditation or different apps that there are. A, a Liberate app, I think we've mentioned before, is a good um, app specifically for people of color, by people of color, and it's all um, meditations mm-hmm. um, and visualizations. Just taking one day at a time, um, being, you know, practicing self-compassion um, and, and you know, it's okay to avoid, but coming back and and making sure you're allowing yourself to process. Um, And then this is the one that stood out to me was really going out of your way to notice good things. Um, And so I think especially for people of color during this time, right, we've been hit by so much and all the things have been layering, right? All the immigrant, you know, the anti-immigration policies, um, the like uh, endorsement or inability for our current president to not endorse or not back the KKK, right? (laughs) Or like, just like these uh, awful like things to our, that are um, the, are a violation of our soul, of our spirit, of our, you know, of us um, that have happened over the several years and the layering of things that have been sparked because of um, the hate speech. And then we're in a pandemic, Right, so all those things um, speak to the importance, right, of um, being able to look for the good. So whether that be, um, for me, I will try sometimes. I can't do it all the time, but I'll try to like just be with my kids and play, right, or get on the trampoline with them. If um, I do something like an activity with them where I'm only engrossed in that activity, right, or cuddling with the dog, or I got scratched mm-hmm. by my pinch of cat because she's a hot mess right now. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a cat. Yes. 
we'll have to talk about her on another episode because yeah. she's a hot mess um and she got hurt and i was trying we're trying to keep her inside she's an indoor outdoor cat and she's pissed off at us so she scratched the crap out of me oh no anyway so uh and she snuck into the boys room last night this is why i didn't i look like this because i didn't sleep that well because she slept in, she snuck into the room and hid from us we couldn't find her we didn't know where she was three o'clock in the morning she wakes up i don't know if she woke up my son or he woke her up or what she's meowing meowing, meowing. we're looking for her looking for her and she's like stuck in their drawer and their drawer like the drawer from their with their clothes she's so nasty she got this fucking cat her name's chiquita <laughs> Chiquita, of course. Chiquita, and they call her Chiquita de Malita. Chiquita, and... pero picosa. Esa. <laughs> Chiquita la malita, porque está mala. Ay, Dios mío. Anyways, so all those things, right? So regrouping around your self-care, your collective care. Checking in with your folks, right? Having, um, taking a moment to be like, yo, I'm still like, I really love those messages. Can you still send them to me? <laughs> right? Like, I appreciated all that love last week. And I still need it. Um, so can you still send me funny stuff and send me lots of love? Because um, it's not over. And we're still struggling and our nervous systems are still in this time where it's going to just be weird and maybe awful for the next couple months until the transition happens. And even then it might still be awful for a while, right. depending on how people are acting out, right? I really like the the comment that this this um, magazine says. It's like, for the love of God, change your social media habits. That one stuck out to me, which is very important because if you know that if you get on Twitter and you're just on the on the thread watching people discuss mm -hmm. and argue and it's not doing well for you, I think that's that's telling you what we need to do. Um, and maybe switch out. Um, Twitter for a while with TikTok, something that's just like light and funny. Right. You know, where you can see all the animal videos. I love the fun. Or hilarious. give yourself maybe limit the time yes, up on that. Twitter. If you can't stay off Twitter, just limit a little bit. But mm -hmm. all right. So you wanted to give a shout out to for our Chingones Corner? Yeah. So for our Chingones Corner, wanted to give a shout out to all the grassroots organizers that um, engaged voters um, and kind of encouraged people to vote and get the results that we wanted to get, get Trump out of presidency. And you guys do important work, very hard work. And we and want for to years, you. right? I think there was um, specifically in Atlanta, there was a lot um, of highlighted for Stacey Abrams, who did um, a lot. She committed, instead of running again for governor, she committed her time to grassroots organizing, and she saw a lot of um, voter suppression and commitment mm -hmm. to changing um, and rocking the vote, basically. And dude, like her, you can see it, right? Her direct and and so many people because i went to grad school in atlanta i was seeing so many um th people just shout out to her shout out to her um so that's a big figure who um committed so much right she like really i think um there was an article i read that was like she was um it was cool to see her show up as a leader. She could have done her own, like instead of just a politician, right? She could have put all her efforts into her own race, but she didn't. She decided to do her, use her leadership in this way and and look at 
the results it got, right? Um, and so I think a shout out to the Black voters who still show up for the Democratic Party, even though they haven't been rewarded, right? Um, mm -hmm. Generations after generations. I'm hoping that this is one of the things that, you know, Biden said that he was committed to the Black community and um, racial justice. I'm hoping and I'm that I'm sending all the thoughts that he can show up differently um, because he's got a history of do, passing some laws in the past that hurt the black community and minority communities. And so I'm really hoping that we'll see some like significant policy change there. Um, and, and then in the Latino community, right? Texas, there's here, there's a Texas organizing project locally. Youth Rise is another organization that did a lot of voter stuff for younger um, Latino youth. The younger Latino youth showed up in big numbers. Um, Voto Latino, blowing up our phones. <laughs> right? We appreciate you. And my name's not Maria. I get on getting Maria, Maria. I'm like, Dios mío. <laughs> Pero yes, thank you. Oh, move on thank with you. another one. Thank you, but wrong number. <laughs> yes, thank you, but wrong number. <laughs> yes, so thanks everyone who are doing the grassroots work um, and out there. Um, and, and we want to give shout out to them. So thanks for doing yes, that, thank Kevin. you. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think we'll yeah. wrap up. Um, hopefully, we'll, or we know you'll have another episode out in a couple of weeks, um, which we'll, that one you'll have Gabby's voice back because she'll be, <laughs> she'll, she'll be, her voice will be here, but she's not back. She's on maternity leave, but um, we'll hear, we have topics coming up. What were the topics we have coming up? So for the next one, it'll be on food and nutrition. So we'll talk oh, right. about that and how that presents itself in the Latinx community. Yes, and then we have a whole one on, on pregnancy during COVID. Yes. Um, so and yeah, for the next one, Yasmin will be a part of it. So it'll be really awesome. Yasmin is a licensed dietitian. So mm -hmm. really good information that we'll be getting from her. Mm -hmm. Yay, all right. Thanks, y'all. We'll see y'all um, or we'll hear, hear us or see us, hear us, whatever, next yeah. time. <laughs> Bye.